下面我们一起来用读经来敬拜。今天阅读的章文经文是雅各书第一章二到四节，让我们一起来大声朗读。来，我的弟兄们，你们落在百般试炼中，都要以为大喜乐，因为知道你们的信心经过试验，就生忍耐。但忍耐也当成功，使你们成全完备，毫无缺陷。好，把下面时间交给。怕死到底。亲爱的弟兄姊妹，平安。Let's pray。我们一起低头祷告。Father God, you are the maker of the universe. 亲爱的天父，你是宇宙万物的创造者。We've come together this morning to worship you。我们一起来到你的殿堂当中来敬拜你。As we hear your word preached this morning, we hear your voice。我们希望透过今天的讲道，我们亲自的听到你对我们说话。That we may be led by you in worship of you。我们在你的引导当中来真正的敬拜你。May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be holy and acceptable in your sight. 愿我口中的话语，心中的意念得到你的悦纳。Pray in Jesus' name. 如此的祷告是奉主耶稣基督的圣名求。Amen. Well, today we resume reading together the book of James. 今天我们要继续来看雅各书这本书。Last time in James, we read one verse. 上一次我们讲到当中只读了第一个经节。Today we're going to read three verses. 所以今天我们要读三节。Uh, last time we learned the identity of the author of James. 上一次讲到当中，我们学习到这一本雅各书的作者他的身份。Uh, we learned that he was the half brother of the Lord Jesus. 我们知道雅各是主耶稣基督在世界上肉身的弟兄。And at some point, he became a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. 在某一个时刻，他成为主耶稣基督的门徒。And if it was not before, then it was after Jesus appeared to him. 他并不是在之前，而是在主耶稣基督升天，呃，从死里复活，向他显现之后。But as James believed when he saw his half brother risen from the dead. So Jacob 相信他这个弟兄耶稣是从死里复活的。We also learn that James wrote his letter to fellow Christians. 我们也知道雅各他写这封书信给当时的基督徒。In verse one, he calls his fellow Christians the twelve tribes in the dispersion. 他叫这些基督徒是散住十二个支派之人。In our passage today, he simply calls them. My brothers. 但是在下边的经文当中，他称他们为我的弟兄们。They are his brothers because they share the same faith in Christ. 这些基督徒是雅各的弟兄，因为他们有同样的信仰。So what is our passage about today? 所以我们今天要呃看的这些经文是说的是什么呢？ Well, verse two, it's about what we should do when we meet trials of various kinds. 在第二节当中，告诉我们这些基督徒，当我们在试炼当中应该如何做。But it's also about our faith. 同样也谈到我们的信心。
Verse 3 says that what we know about faith ought to shape our attitude. 他说我们所知道的信心应该帮助我们来塑造我们有一个正当的态度当我们面对试炼的时候。What we know ought to shape our attitude towards the trials we face. 我们所知道的信心应该帮助我们能够来塑造我们在试炼当中的信心。Well, what is it that we know about faith? 所以我们知道什么是信心呢? What is faith? 什么是信心? Do we really even need to have faith? In his book, Making Sense of God, Timothy Keller argues that everyone has faith. Even the atheist and the agnostic has faith. For example, some atheists and agnostics will tell you that empirical evidence is the only way to know what is true. They will tell you that we can't believe in God because we don't have any empirical evidence for God. But you see how this is faith? What empirical evidence is there to prove that empirical evidence is the only way to know what is true? 他说难道这些实验上或者经验上的证据有另外的实验上的证据来证明他是真的呢? Is there any empirical evidence to support this claim? 有任何实验上的证据能够证明这个宣告吗? No, it's a faith assumption. 没有,这仅仅是一个信心的假设。People construct whole worldviews around what is supposedly known by empirical evidence. 人们有的时候他们建构他们的世界观是基于他们从经验上得到的一些证据。But these worldviews are based upon faith just as much as the Christians. 但是他们所得到的这些世界观事实上就像我们基督徒的世界观愿意建构在信心上。Now the faith of the Christian is more than faith assumptions. 我们的信心是远远的超过仅仅只是一个假设。Our faith is more than intellectually assenting to a collection of truth claims. 我们的信心也远远超过只是一些真理的宣告，然后在知识上我们同意。It's more than knowing the password to get into heaven. 甚至也远远超过我们知道这个到天堂的密码。Faith is a mindset. Faith is a way of viewing the world. It's a view of the world that shapes how you live. And James will make this point later in his letter. Faith that is not lived out, faith that is only ideas in the mind, is not real faith. 如果信心你不能活出来，而且只是存在你心中的一些想法，那不是真正的信心。How one lives shows what one really believes. 一个人如何的生活 
You can claim to believe while not actually believing. Of course, faith is also more than following a set of rituals. Simply going through the motions of a religion does not make you a believer. Real faith is seen in heartfelt obedience to God. We see this in Abraham's life. You might remember that Abraham and his wife Sarah could not have children for a very long time. Sarah had grown past the age of having children. Nevertheless, God had promised Abraham more descendants than the stars in the night sky. And despite Sarah being too old to have children, God enabled her to conceive. She gave birth to Isaac. And Abraham loved his son Isaac very much. But then God commanded the unthinkable. God told Abraham, go sacrifice your son Isaac. This was Abraham's only son. This is the son for whom Abraham and Sarah had waited so long. This this was the one through whom God's promises would be fulfilled. Abraham was to take him and offer him up as a burnt offering. Would Abraham obey? Who would Abraham love more? But Abraham believed God. He took Isaac to the place God specified. He bound his son Isaac. He put him on the altar. He raised his hand with a knife to slaughter his son. But before the blow could fall, God called off the test. Abraham had demonstrated his faith. Isaac was allowed to live. Abraham had real faith. Now, as believers today, our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Why do we need to believe in the Lord Jesus? Well, God does command it. But John chapter 20, verse 31. This verse tells us that by believing in Jesus, we can have life in his name. Then 
That is because as Jesus lives now and forever. So we who believe will live now and forever. Of命得生命，我们也可以永远活着。Of 除了你信耶稣之外，当我们站在神的面前的时候，我们都是该受审判定罪的。We in the world are under God's curse.我们这个整个世界都在神的咒诅当中。We all deserve to be destroyed by God for rebelling against Him.我们都应该被神所毁灭，为了我们背逆他。But through faith in Jesus.但借着在主耶稣基督里的信。we receive grace from God. We have access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And this grace is reconciliation with God. Because Christ has shed his blood to atone for our sin. He's done all that we need to have done to be right with God right now. And this work is received by faith. This relationship with God is received by believing in Jesus. Not by doing enough good works until God is pleased with you. It's a relationship given as grace. Real faith then responds to God's grace. Responds with love for God. As found with obedience to God's commandments. It responds with hatred towards the things that God hates. Namely our sin and evil. But who, who has perfect faith? As someone has said, the only reason why you and I ever sin is because we love it. And even after coming to believe in Jesus, we still sin. What does this mean for us? Does it mean we are not believers? No, only that our love for God and our faith in Christ is not yet perfect. It means we have not been made fully like Jesus Christ yet. We do not love Christ as much as we could or really ought to love Him. What can we do then? 
那我们可以做什么呢? The answer, of course, is to trust God. For Romans 8, verse 29 says, Those God has foreknown, He has predestined to be conformed to the likeness of His Son. You see what this means? That if you believe in Christ, God will make you become more and more like His Son Jesus. The question then is, how does God conform us to the nature of His Son? How does God mold and shape our faith into greater and greater completeness? Well, that is what our passage this morning speaks of. The answer we find in our passage is God's method. And the method God uses is to send us trials of various kinds. Verse 2. Look with me there. God tests our faith with all now, what do I mean by this? Of course, there is the obvious kind of trial. What we think of when we hear the word trial. There are the uncomfortable circumstances we face. There's the situations you might be facing today. Perhaps financial problems. Maybe relationship difficulties. Maybe deteriorating health. Maybe uncertainty with your job. These trials are the kind that leave you feeling frustrated. Perhaps feeling powerless. Maybe leaving you sorrowful. Tempted to despair. Perhaps even to give up on God. You may wonder if there is a God at all. Or if God even cares and loves for you. And you may wonder why God allows this to happen to you in your life. The question when you face such trials is this. Will you still continue to believe? 你是否能够继续相信神? 
Will you continue to give thanks to God? Will you still trust Him despite the trials, the fires, and the pain you feel? There is also what I am calling this morning comfortable trials. Someone else has called it the crisis of having no crisis.有一些人称这些舒适当中的失恋是没有危机中的危机。This is when everything is going well.这就是当所有的事情似乎都顺利的时候。When your family is doing well.你的家庭很好。When work is busy but steady and predictable. 你的工作很忙，但是很稳定，而且能够被预料在预料当中。Neither your finances nor your health is of any concern. 你的财务，你的健康都没有问题。Things seem to be going okie dokie.呃，所有的一切似乎万事顺利。Now how on earth can this be a trial? 那这样子为什么是一个试炼呢？Well, favorable circumstances are as much a test of faith as unfavorable. 在对你不利的环境，在你有利的环境当中，都可能成为你信心的试炼。You see, when life is comfortable, we are tempted to live on our own. 当你在一切的舒适当中的时候，你可能会被引诱，觉得要只靠着自己。We are tempted to turn away from the Lord. 可能会引诱你离开神。It's easy to drown out God with a host of distractions. 甚至在呃一些使你分心的事上，使你能够离开神。It's easy to fall in love with the good gifts God gives more than God. 你很容易就爱上神给你的祝福，给你好的礼物，而忘了那给你礼物的神。And you can fall into believing Satan's lies. 你甚至会呃陷入那个相信撒旦谎言的陷阱。The lies that you can live independently from God and self-sufficiently. 撒旦告诉你说，你可以独立的生活，而且你可以自足、自给自足。You can forget to give thanks to God. You can even fall into deliberately disobeying God's commands. In short, in the comfortable trials, you can forget how sinful you are. 简单地说，在这舒适当中的这个试炼，就是你忘记了你是多么有罪的。Such was the case of the rich young ruler who came to Jesus. 就像圣经当中有一个故事说到一位年轻的少年官,富有的少年官。And the rich young man asked Jesus, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? 他问耶稣说,良善的夫子,我该做什么才可以承受永生? See, he thought eternal life was something that he could do. 这位少年官以为承受永生就是借着他所能做的能够得到。After all, he was rich. 何况他是非常的富有。He was used to having his way. 而且他觉得他可以用他自己的方式。He had the financial means to get his way. 他有各种各样经济上的一些他可以使用的工具。He lived in comfort. 他住在非常舒适的环境。In response to his question, Jesus rattled off several of the commandments. 所以主耶稣回答他的问题的时候,他告诉他好几个诫命。And before the judge of all, 
The rich young man had the audacity to claim All these commands I have kept since my youth. 他说, 那人说, right. 对啊, Friends, if you break the least of the commandments, you have broken them all. 朋友们, 若你只犯了一件, One thing you still lack, Jesus replied. 主耶稣回答说, Sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor. 你要变买, then you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But you see how this was a trial for this rich young man? He was too comfortable. And when he heard these things, he became sad, for he was, Scripture says, extremely rich. Friends, by biblical standards, most of us in this room fit this description. If you have food in the refrigerator to eat tomorrow, you are rich. Now this doesn't mean that you should sell everything you own. You can. But you can't use it to buy your way into heaven. The story just illustrates the trial of comfort. The trial of having wealth. You can live for your comfort or your wealth or your security. And you can fall into loving these things more than God who made you. You can forget how sinful you are and how much you need God's grace in Christ. Our hearts can turn away from the living God. And in losing sight of God's grace, we lose our zeal for the gospel. And church becomes just going to the motions. Now it really doesn't matter if your trial makes you feel comfortable or severely uncomfortable. The question in the midst of any trial is, will you persevere? Will you continue to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Will you treasure him above all else? Will you continue to depend on him? Or will you depend on yourself? Now, however random trials may seem, 
可是有的时候好像随机不知道从何而来的这些试炼。They do not happen by accident.那些试炼并不是偶然发生的。They are all under God's sovereign control.他们都在神的掌管控制之下。It's part of God's method for making us more like Christ.那些试炼是神用来使我们能够更像主耶稣的方法。God tests us.神用这些试炼来试验我们。But it isn't like checking the oil on your car kind of test. You know, it's not sticking sticking the dipstick in to see the quality or the quantity of oil. The testing God performs is like refining precious metal. 这个神所给我们的试验就好像他在炼金子一样，或者宝贵的金属一样。Metals will melt when placed under high heat.所有的金属在很高热当中都会融化。And metals contain many impurities.但是这些金属当中常常有许多的杂质。But when the metal melts under the heat.当这些金属在 those impurities can be removed. And the result is metal that is even more pure and even more precious. The believer who perseveres through trials. Comes out of them with greater purity, with greater Christian maturity. He is refined to become more and more perfect and complete. Till he is lacking in nothing. Trials on themselves do not automatically make you stronger. Contrary to the German philosopher Nietzsche, what doesn't kill you might not actually make you stronger. But the Lord will make you more like Jesus if you trust in Him. Who so deserves to be refined by the Lord? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says For by grace you have been saved through faith. This faith is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. God enables believers to believe. He sustains our faith through the trials. And as believers, we respond to this grace by persevering. But what tools or what means has God given us to persevere? The first is a choice. It's a choice of attitude we see in verse 2. Consider it all joy. 
Consider a joy when you meet trials of various kinds. It means even in the midst of trials, we can choose to rejoice. God doesn't command us to rejoice in the trials themselves. We're not told to make light of difficult circumstances. The message is not the trial you're facing, no big deal, just shake it off. No, God commands us to hold a certain attitude towards trials. Because in faith we know how God uses them in our lives. We can rejoice in the God who uses trials to make us like Christ. We can rejoice because we know God is making us perfect. But in order to rejoice through trials, we also need patience. Do you see that in verse 4? Let steadfastness have its full effect. And both joy and patience are the fruit of the Spirit. How is it that we can both rejoice and have patience in the midst of trials? It's because of the gift of God's grace. The gift of God's Holy Spirit to the believer. The Holy Spirit produces faith in you. It is no wonder the Holy Spirit preserves that faith in you. And the end goal of our persevering is that we would rejoice forever. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. You see that the gift of the Holy Spirit is a deposit? He is a guarantee to you. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 and 14 make more explicit. And him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. 
以佛所书一章十三到十四节说你们既听见真理的道就是那叫你们得救的福音也信了基督既然信他就受了所应许的圣灵为应气这圣灵是我们得基业的凭据只等到神之名被属使他的荣耀得早称赞 这圣灵, 如果我们能够在试炼当中忍耐到底是因着我们有圣灵。He is the 当基督再来的时候，有一天，他将使人从死里复活。Just as God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead，就像神使主耶稣基督从死里复活一样。Who appeared to James，而且他向雅各显现。Christ will raise you on the day He returns。当基督再来的时候，他会使我们从死里复活。The day that He brings heaven to earth。那一天他将天上带到这个地上来。And together we will praise the Lord who sustained and preserved us through life's trials.在那个新天新地里面，我们会在这里永远的喜乐，赞美他。We'll praise Him who conforms us to the likeness of Christ.我们会赞美他，他使我们效法主耶稣的样式，成为主耶稣的样式。And Christ is conforming us to His likeness.当基督使我们。成为他的样式的时候, because he's not just saving us from hell. God is restoring his creation. So even if you face trials today, 如果你今天在面对一些试炼当中, whether those trials make you uncomfortable or very comfortable, 这些试炼，无论是使你非常的不舒服，或者使你非常的舒服。Rejoice in the midst of your trial now。但是在这一切的百般试炼当中，大喜乐。Knowing that God tests your faith to make you more like Christ。知道神在这一切的试炼当中，使你更像主耶稣基督。He's making us like His Son。他使我们每一个人像他的爱子。that we may bring him glory forever. To him be all the praise now and forever. Let's pray. Father God, we give you thanks. Thank you for the trials and the fires and the pain. But also thank you for the strength. The strength to trust you through every trial. Would you give us joy and patience by your Holy Spirit? That we might persevere in faith. And as you're chosen, holy, and perfected by you, may we bring you glory for ages and ages to come. We pray in Jesus' name and rejoice in Him.
我们祷告是奉主耶稣基督的圣名在当中喜乐 Amen, Amen.